Hey everybody, Drew here. Uh, I just wanted to take a real quick second and say thanks for everybody for listening to our weird little project. Uh, you know, we've had way more listens than we thought we would have, and you know, that's super cool. So thanks a lot, everybody. Also, we are on Facebook and Twitter. We are at the Bergcast, and you know, drop us a line. Uh, tell us what you think. You know, check it out. Um, we're putting uh, character sheets so you guys can see the the stats of different characters. Uh, Josh is also writing short stories for various characters. You know, ones that you may not see in the game, or if you see just on the periphery. You know, just to kind of add some some depth and uh, different things into the world to uh, make it a little more crunchy. And also, you know, if, if you have any ideas, concerns, uh, complaints, you know, we'd love to hear from you guys. And, uh, you know, uh, if you come up with something creative or uh, a character that kind of grabs our attention, you know, uh, and drop it on one of those. And who knows, they may show, show up. So, uh, again, thanks a lot and uh, enjoy. Fergus wants to get this person out of the HQ so that the heat coming for him doesn't come down on him, that is, Fergus, and his little budding superhero crew, or whatever the fuck they are. So the first thing he's going to do is just sort of try and calm this person if they look like they're they're going to get ill he's going to present a very peaceful front just like raise and open his hands and sort of talk gently to that person um then he's going to say to seven and spitter people are coming to look for this person and they may come with guns drawn, so we need to make sure the MetaHuman Task Force doesn't come here. If they do, I'm sure this building will be leveled one way or the other. On the other hand, do you know the Stringersburg Sept? So I'm just sort of assuming that they do. One or both of them does. Um, he'll say... The one called Communique should be on her way into town from the Sept's headquarters. I um, went and encouraged them to do so. I'm hopeful she can communicate with this visitor of ours, find out what it is they want and need. You see, if there's another encounter between them and the MHTF, things will get... Well, they'll get worse. So he's going to send, hopefully, one of them out to see 
if the MHTF is in the area and if they are to create a diversion of some kind. Hopefully, meanwhile, the other one will be able to find communique and bring them here. Or at least get them to meet up with Fergus and this alien. In the meantime, like while they're out, he's racking his brain trying to think of a, another location that they could go to because he doesn't want the Sept knowing that he operates out of this place. He certainly doesn't want the MHTF sniffing around there. So he's going to give, you know, Seven and Spitter these instructions or hopefully instructions. I mean, if either of them is too injured to do this, then the whole idea has to change. But, um, he's also gonna, um, try and think of another location he could go to. Certainly not his hideout. Some other, like, fairly empty place, some disused part of town where they could have some cover and that he could get to maybe by his underground, maybe by the train tunnels or, or something else. Cause he certainly doesn't want to go out in public with this dude, with the meta police looking for him. And, um, he also doesn't want whatever this meeting he's trying to broker is to take place at anywhere that's associated with him. So I forgot to mention this before we left off last time, but seven looks different. Uh, again, they look the most human that you've ever seen them. They still have those androgynous features, but their skin is like this deep, ruddy, almost rust color, which is what throws them off a lot from just looking standard human. Uh, they're also very bulky and stout looking. And when you walk in, the injured guy, he, he looks panic and starts to stand up, but with Seven's help, you help to calm him back down. He, he sits down and he kind of shakily grabs some water and, and, and drinks it. And you lay out your plan for him. And Matt Spitter says that he can go and find Communicate. He's still kind of jacked up, but he can he can move around, just, just not a lot. And he's definitely not in shape of fighting. And Seven says that they could cause a diversion if the MHTF is in the area. And you know about half a dozen uh, buildings in disuse that still have their power and water. You made sure of this kind of like when you were setting up your small HQ and kept the water and power going. You kind of did this as a side bit later on. Um, the closest one is an old fabrics and textile factory northwest of the Monster Squad headquarters. And it'll take probably about 45 minutes to an hour to get there via the tunnels and the alley. And while you're generating this, this plan and telling them what's going on, Seven actually gives you a, a little bit of static about meeting up with the Sept. As soon as we find them, they will hand this person over to the MetaHuman Task Force. Aren't we heroes? And aren't heroes supposed to protect and help those in need? I get the idea of protecting ourselves, but what about him? I can't. No. I won't turn my back on someone who's just trying to survive and was defending themselves. I don't know what happened, but he clearly needs us. 
the tones and the tones different and uh, it's coming from a different mouth and experiences, but the emotion behind the feelings feels familiar. And you would have sworn that Connecticut was saying this exact same thing to you. Fergus smiles slowly. If he's got his mask on, he takes it off first and then he looks at Seven. He looks Seven in the eye and, and smiles and says, of course, of course. I wouldn't think of turning anyone over to, to those poltroons. We certainly don't want to see him harmed. Or them, or Z, or... Uh, well, in any case, and he sort of ushers Seven away from uh, the alien visitor sort of leans over and whispers to him, I don't want them anywhere near the MTHF, or MH, MHTF, because the last time they confronted each other, a lot of people got hurt. This person does need our help, but they're also very dangerous, Seven. And he explains to him what he saw. So before anybody goes anywhere, he specifies to Spitter that he's not looking to talk to the whole sept. He really only wants to talk to communicate. He's like, she might have a couple of people with her. If so, they can come along, but like definitely not trying to get that whole group. While he's on the subject, he also tells both of them how difficult it was to get them to get off their asses and do something. Um, he also says, uh, uh, young, uh, young man, he doesn't want to say Mads Bitter either. He says, uh, they don't know my identity. Well, they don't know any of them. I didn't really introduce myself to them when I went to speak to them today, and to be honest, I was a trifle uh, rude. But if you refer to me as their uh, visitor from this morning, or refer to the name of, and he holds up Abandoned Hope, my mask here, they should know who you're speaking of. They may, um, they may be a bit hostile, but there's no need to fight them. Uh, I'm not that you would, but the point is, tell Communique that the person she needs to talk to is the one you're going to bring her to see. Now, we're going to go here. He points to the location that you mentioned, that abandoned building northwest of uh, the headquarters. And he says, um, and Seven, if at all possible don't don't give the metacops anything to to latch on to uh i would i would hate to see anything happen to you or to anyone else they might they may be quite on edge uh, which is to say they they may be quick to um uh, shoot so just um, well, just be careful. And after that, he's going to pack some art supplies, if there are any on hand, anything he could use in a pinch to make a puppet show or a pen and paper for a diagram, and he's going to take the, uh, the visitor with him into the tunnels and head for that location. 
right before everybody leaves, Seven glances back at you and kind of gives you a skeptical look, um, just crosses their face really quickly and it's gone. And they leave first. Matt's bitter soon after, and it takes a little bit of conjoling and whatnot, but you get the individual to uh, follow with you. And you guys take uh, side roads, back alleys, um, sewers, tunnels, best you can. You've, you've got it fairly well mapped out in your mind. And it does take you the better part of an hour. You have to stop a couple times, and there's some patrols that go by, or you hear a helicopter coming in. But eventually you get there, and you set them down and get them fairly comfortable. And maybe you try to place charades or something to, to get some kind of information out of them. They do seem intelligent. When you, when you mime something, they get what you're talking about. It just seems like verbal communication is, is just out. You wait probably another hour, hour and a half, and Spitter shows up, and he's only got communique with him. She looks, she looks kind of pissed, um, but from what you've, the little you've seen of her, um, maybe this is just a perma-baked expression on her face. She comes over and it's like, you, and I take it you've probably got the mask back on. She looks at you, you, what have you got planned? If anything happens to me, then, and you cut her off and point towards the individual and, you know, give her a line somewhere along the lines of you weren't bullshitting her and you need her to, to do what her abilities allow her to do. She gives you a dark look and goes over to the individual and sits down and she says, hello, and he will look at her and start going on in that language. And she just, she looks and she, she looks really puzzled and then she looks really pissed and then she looks really puzzled again and she continues to talk to him and it's a back and forth everything and after about five minutes the back and forth is her uh, speaking in English and after about five minutes she just she stands up and she just looks kind of befuddled and she's like this this isn't a language I've I've translated for aliens before ones that weren't on any records anywhere and I understood it it's it's not that it's just they have no I don't know how to put it contextual Their language doesn't fit in this universe, is the best way I can put it. Uh, They're they're not an alien. I I don't know what they are. Uh, They they might be a a creation, or uh, I I don't know. I've even met people with their own made-up language that they've never shared before, and I've understood it. I, I don't know. But I do know that we need to call the meta force in. They need to deal with this. I can't believe that I, oh, I 
so stupid. Why did I even come here without them? They needed to handle this. It's about then when the, the door creaks open and an individual slides in. And at first you, you kind of do a double take from uh, the individual at the table and the individual coming through the door and your heart rate gets up real quick. And then you realize that there's something slightly off. This individual's taller. At, at a glance, they look very much like this individual, but the more you see them and you get to the eyes, and the eyes, like always, are the same, and it's seven, and they have disguised themselves to be a facsimile of this person. Notice they're wet, they're dripping. Not enough to have left a trail, but uh, I shouldn't say they're dripping wet. Uh, it looks like they have been in water. And Seven kind of saunters in and looks at everybody and takes it in. Well, they, they think, think he's, he's aquatic, aquatic now. I lost them right outside of, of the city towards where the river system comes in. They, with any luck, they're, they're following it down the Mississippi and, and won't catch on for hours. So I've bought us some time. I figured you would have had, it, had some kind of dialogue going on by now. Have I missed something? 